0: I feel shame about the things I avoided and didn't pay attention to. Welcome to the Therapy Brothers Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tyler. We're brothers. We're therapists. And we know recovery. Bring your stories, your questions, your successes with real recovery. Hey, Tyler, you ready to have some hard conversations? Let's do it. Let the Therapy Brothers podcast begin. All right, you guys. Welcome back to the Therapy Bros uh, podcast. Tyler, yet again, is out. Um, he, he just lives the good life. Talk about a man that works hard and plays hard. So when he's working, he's like, he yeah, he can work, that man. Um, so it's good to see him out. Uh, you know, I think he caught some fish last week and I think he's doing something with his family this week. So um, hopefully he's he enjoys that and uh, we miss him, but he'll be back next week. So um, I do have Amy on the show with me today. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, if you could just give a little bit of background and some context to your question um, and tell us what's going on, that'd be awesome.
1: All right. Thank you. Um, we have been married almost 20 years and we have five children. Um, they range in ages from 18 to two. Um, and about two years ago, my husband hit rock bottom with, um, a lifelong porn addiction. Um, and, um, since then he was so ready to be done that we, He jumped into recovery and um, I went along with that. And um, we've both been really working hard at recovery these past two years. Um, And we never intended to keep anything a secret from our children. We just made a decision that when it was appropriate, we would share and our sixteen-year-old, um, about a couple months ago, um, discovered you know podcasts that are queued up on phones. She saw some, and um, it's it's our this, fault, <laughs> no, <laughs> not your fault at all. You're very discreet, and um, you know, kind of p- connected some of the dots from the, some of the discussions that she had been hearing, um, and point blank asked. Um, you know, what's going on with you and dad. Okay. And um, I um, I just answered her from the heart. Um, no drama. I was really proud of myself. Um, and I think I, I answered really humbly and honestly, and um, you know, kind of just shared some of those struggles that we were going through. And naturally, she had a lot of Feelings of betrayal and the memories that she had as a kid, um, mm. kind of placing the story along with those, um, and she, we kept we continued the conversation for a couple of days. I would continue to ask her, "How are you doing? What are you thinking about?" And one thing that she kept on coming back to is, you know, how will I? How do I not marry? Um, Someone who is addicted to pornography. What do I need to look for? And you know, I I said, I that's a really good question. I um, I'm going to have to think about that. I mean, I, I'm here. I'm here to support you and walk with you in all things. But I'm going to need to think about this for a bit. And as I really, as that's kind of been one of the last things that I really haven't thought about in our recovery journey is what did I. Just not pay attention to what did I not see mm-hmm. um, what was really kind of there that I just avoided,
0: or so mm-hmm. I took the
1: blame for as well, and um, kind of stuck in that spot of mm-hmm. what I should have known or yeah. what I could have known and what I just avoided.
0: So let me ask you, you've been married twenty years um, mm-hmm. did Did you know about this before you got married? I did. Okay. So he
1: shared with me um, when we were dating before we got engaged. And I mean, that's one of the things that makes me really sick is that I could not have done any less diligence with it. It was, okay, um, I'm special enough to stop. That's great. Oh, and
0: okay.
1: um, this is, it's going to be fine. I, I never gave it a second thought. Um, occasionally, um, I would ask, you know, how is it going and fine. Um, it's fine. But I, I now know that it was pretty much, um, I think we had about two years of sobriety after we were married and then it had come back pretty strong after that. So,
0: and, and did he, like, if he'd slip up, would he tell you or would it just kind of go underground?
1: No, there was no disclosure ever. Okay. Um, I, I would just ask, and the answer was, no, I'm fine, and we just went on our way. And in that time, I just, I really saw a lot of personality changes. Um, we were, he was always right below the boiling point as far mm. as moods. Um, a lot of anger, a lot of swearing, and our home was a really difficult place and i you know whenever i would bring it up it would come back to me as a lot of the reasons there was stress a lot of the things that were wrong were my fault and i would just take it and so
0: he'd turn the tables on you blame yes. you mm-hmm. i see yeah um,
1: and then i just stopped asking and stopped trying and stopped bringing it up um, at that point
0: did you did you did your intuition and your gut tell you that yes it was happening and it was there, or did you just kind of go into denial and just not think about it and try to move forward and
1: yeah, it was why am I the problem here? What can I do to make myself the problem
0: mm, mm. so you really did internalize it and yes. blame and blame yourself yeah yes. his his gaslighting in many ways was very effective very yeah. yes um okay and so you would you would probably go into like trying to fix it trying to be better trying yes. to keep the peace around the house yes. and make sure everything was okay
1: absolutely yeah I went yeah. above and beyond to do as much as I possibly could to make life absolutely as easy as he as I could for him uh, whenever I would leave the house everything would be set up because it was always stressful with the kids when I would go I went. I threw myself into into trying.
0: Mm. Um, was there like was there connection between the two of you? Did you have was there intimacy? Was there empathy? Was there emotional connection, spiritual connection?
1: Um, I think we were caught in. A, we had connection at the end that was very cyclical. Okay. If I have to look back now, um, there was always a big blow up disagreement. And then I think he would feel bad after that. And and we would work on how can I say things specifically? How can I handle things better? How can, um, and we would have that connection.
0: So, so it was a big blow up and then it would turn to what can Amy do? to change, to, to Um, like, make sure this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Okay. Did this leave you with feelings of resentment and hopelessness?
1: Absolutely. I felt very hopeless, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like you were trying everything.
1: I was, and I know that I really tried. I just wasn't, I feel like if I, if I would have had some more, some more self-respect, I would have realized what, what was going
0: on. Right. It's like you were trying to fix the problem, but by, by not addressing the real problem. Yeah. And and we were never
1: going to get there.
0: Yeah. Never going to actually get there that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and for so long, I I imagine it just beat you down, um, Mm -hmm in, in many ways. And, and you probably tried to smile and, and move forward with your kids and act like things are okay there as well. And, yeah, you know, make sure that, that they see that we're okay and mom's happy. And, but the reality is that that w- wasn't what was totally happening. No,
1: no, not. yeah. You said it really well.
0: Yeah. Um, So when, when we're talking about like, you feel shamed about the things that you avoided um, what, like there's some, there's some bit of honesty and empowerment in that statement because you're owning that you avoided some things. What would you say that you did avoid? Like, what were you avoiding?
1: Um, I think I was, I was avoiding that there was possibly something wrong with me that i was was not a good wife huh. um that I was asking too much that I was
0: is that true no okay no so like were were you really over the top demanding and difficult and like um you know you were the cause of his his blowing up, like,
1: I, I mean, where, what, what I did do is that, I mean, I was honest that I wanted a large family. Um, okay. and I know that, and I was, it was really important to me that I not work and that I stay home and raise our kids. And I think that placed what he saw as a, you know, a really stressful burden upon him. Mm -hmm. And it was also really important for me that our kids go to Catholic schools. And that comes with a cost. Mm -hmm. And so um, I felt the shame that I was, I was, I was just asking too much of him um, to um, provide for me to stay home with the kids, to go to these schools, that it was just too much.
0: Okay. Um, But, uh... I hear you, and I, I can I can understand his stress and his feelings yeah. and all of those things. But at the same time, um, he he chose into this. Um, I yes. mean, it takes two to make yeah. babies, right? Like, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Like he, he, this wasn't. I mean, maybe you pressured him. Maybe you wanted those things. But it, whether you did or not, like he chose into this is not all your fault. Yeah. Right. Um mm-hmm. easy for me to say, but what I'm hearing is that maybe both he and you believe that it is your fault and that he can be the victim to you, he can be the victim to the circumstance. You know, he's he is stressed out trying to support this large family and all these things and whatever, but the reality is is that like you have the kids, your kids go to school and yeah. that's where you're at. And so it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. make excuses for Blowing up on you and acting yes. out with porn and all of these, all of these things, right? Um, right. That's a perfect gaslight to get you in a place where um, he can continue with the addiction and can continue to have you as his spouse because it's like, well, it's your fault. You're the reason mm-hmm. why, right? Um, yeah. The addiction will love that little manipulation, right? Yeah. Um. So, okay. So it's interesting that what I what I said to you I said um basically what did you avoid and and you kind of went into turning it back on yourself and blaming yourself still right Yeah um so so I don't I don't think I'm not, I'm not trying to let you off the hook completely Amy I'm I'm sure there's things that I'm sure you were not a perfect spouse and not a perfect person mm-hmm. nobody is right Right um but something about you taking all of the accountability is easier than facing the reality. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I just said? Yes. Yeah. Can you speak to that some? Um,
1: my, I think I had to... If I was going to step into it, I may have had to accept the fact that I might have made a mistake.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's a hard thing to say. (laughs) It is. Right? Yeah. But uh, if, okay. And if you go down that road, might have made a mistake, you you know, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't tell, like follow through with what your gut was telling you you should have. Yeah. maybe you talked yourself into some things mm-hmm. right and and now you're so far in you know it's it, yeah. it is what it is right yes but from the get go you felt some things yeah yeah um and in a way you kind of betrayed yourself by talking yourself into some things right yes Oh, I, I, struggle saying that to you though, Amy, because then there's a little bit of like, yeah, this is my fault. I'm bad. Right. <laughs> but I really appreciate what you're saying. That's, that's a hard reality. Um, did you, uh, did you date him long before you married him?
1: Uh, not particularly. No, we dated about a year.
0: Okay. So it was pretty quick.
1: It was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so now you're still married, correct?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Okay. Um, and things
1: are, honestly, when when we had this close, discovery day, it was the hugest relief I think I've ever felt. It mm-hmm, was
0: just. I could imagine. You know, yeah.
1: this is what this weed has, you know, mm-hmm. had overtaken and I, I finally saw what was going on. And it was, it was, it was relief. Mm-hmm. huge relief do you and you know we're we're working
0: go ahead amy go ahead i don't want to cut you off
1: um yeah and um it's you know it's not always it's it hasn't been linear it's been um things that have been have been really hard but i'm i'm so thankful and appreciative of where we are and um we're in a we're in a really really good place. I think we're both being honest with each other for the first time.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. some real good recovery work's actually yeah. happening. Now, yes. I'm going to I'm going to double check with you. You're not just saying that because you're talking yourself into it, right? Like it's that's right. actually true.
1: I think I, I think the early part of recovery was definitely that. There okay. was some of that. I feel like now I can honestly say what I think and I don't need to be afraid of it.
0: Good. Excellent. Um, Yeah. I mean, just uh, very early on in relationships, it's interesting that what we pick up on from each other. So let me explain this just a little bit. Um, And I get in trouble here because it's it, sometimes it feels like i'm blaming the partner for getting in the relationship with the addict and the truth is is what happens is if somebody's really struggling with shame and addiction and they're unhealthy on an emotional level um they will gravitate towards somebody who will overlook those things and and not and, and sacrifice their own truths so that they can continue to be unhealthy right yes and and that's where and when we're talking about your daughter, I'm sure you don't want your daughter to repeat those patterns of behavior that you had back in the day, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: So, so how do we teach her how to show up honest and empowered and boundaryed and um, vulnerable and available to create intimacy and love in her life, but at the same time, like not turn a blind eye to some really important things, right? Yes, yeah. Um, and. I mean, if you were to really dig deep, Amy, to look inside of you and say, Why did I sacrifice truths for the relationship? you know where where did that come from? Why did you do that, Amy?
1: Um, I think I, I thought a lot I thought a lot about that, and i I think it comes from expectation from from my parents of mm. of getting married and what marriage was and, um, doing what I thought was, you know, the right thing to do.
0: Are you saying that you kind of had this like picture perfect idea of the way things should be? And Mm -hmm. so regardless of the reality of the way things were, you were going to fit things into that box. And create that, no matter what is that kind of what you're saying?
1: Yes, yes, because I think there was there was also some very specific the criteria that was important to m- my family or that I perceived as important to my family my my husband had, okay, and um, and so I think,
0: like what like whole, what what was some of that criteria
1: um faith, a similar faith being one okay. um. Uh, Someone who would um, support support me being a stay- at-home mom or who would encourage that I- idea of someone who had those okay. same values? Uh-huh. Um, and similar um, those were really two of the most important things that that I was honestly looking for. And as I say that now it sounds I don't know, kind of embarrassed to say that, I guess.
0: Well, but, those things aren't bad. Yeah. Those things are fine, Amy, like yeah. really. But, but but there's, I mean, to me, there's an issue. The, the issue is, yeah, you want a man who's going to work hard and support the mm-hmm. family. Um, yes, you want a man who loves God and wants to connect mm-hmm. to God. Um, and and th- those things are great. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it, it's almost like, and tell me if I'm wrong, it's almost like on the outside, if he's those things, great, I'll take that but like it, when we talk about a man who wants to connect to god and what faith actually truly is doesn't that require some like honesty and vulnerability and and self-forgiveness and so a lot of the things that that sex addiction will will totally destroy and and so if you're choosing your addiction and you're choosing to live in secrecy and lies for years and years and years on the outside you might look like a good church man, good family man, who's doing all his things. Mm-hmm. But like but at home you're not creating intimacy, love, trust and safety with your spouse. You're letting the shame of your addiction corrode you from the inside out, right? So so what's interesting Amy like kind of putting all this together on one hand you're saying i wanted those things brandon and i didn't care so much about like the other things these these really important principles in a healthy relationship i just kind of like you know put them to the side because he would support me to be a stay-at-home mom and have a big family Hmm. right is that what what you're saying yeah yeah
1: i think i was really immature to be honest way back then
0: yeah, I I was so immature when I got married. Oh my gosh. I got lucky yeah. that I married an yeah. amazing person because I didn't know what I was doing. But so we can forgive ourselves. We yeah. can practice some forgiveness, some self-compassion. Mm-hmm. But now it, you're not immature, you're wise. Mm-hmm. And I would mm-hmm. guess I would guess that actual trust is important to you in a relationship. Yes. Okay. Um, I would guess that you would want to model to your daughters that I'm a woman who um will not accept emotional abuse will not accept lies and living in denial in my relationship right is that yes okay. yes um you're working your recovery and you're getting strong and your intuition and your gut is pretty solid amy i can tell like you you know it's in there yes okay now the next step is actually voicing up standing in that truth even when it's difficult Yes. So when he comes along and he says, well, this is all your fault. Or there's a flip of the table, there's a manipulation, a gaslight going on. What are you going to do?
1: Well, I did this last night, actually. We were, we were going for a a walk and he was kind of just cycling down. And, and I said, okay, well, I'm, I think I'm done with this walk. I'm going to back home. So I, kinda, I had the, the dog and I just left. I mean, I just came back home and he had his cooling off period and I didn't have to circle that drain with him. I could kind of just um, let him have the space and you know wait for him um, when he got home and then we were able to kind of address things with a fresh perspective.
0: That's excellent. That's a good example of I'm gonna walk away and not just be the be be the punching bag. Um, and when you're ready to talk, like, yes. then let's do it, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Are you? Have you? Like, I hope you've made it clear to him, like, I'm no longer the punching bag.
1: Yes. No?
0: Yes. I can take very, accountability. Very much so. I can take accountability for my stuff. I'm willing to do that, but I'm not gonna be the punching bag. Yeah. Right. So when he starts into that pattern, you just, nope, like not going to, not going to go down this road anymore.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do think that is, I mean, that is definitely a more recent thing that I've been able to do. It's not something that comes natural. I had to think about it and practice it for a really long time.
0: Well, if, I was able to do to think how many years you were, right. And yeah. so to turn that around is, is difficult. And yes. And it's easy to believe the messages that he's saying because you've believed them for a long time. And the truth is, Amy, like you're, like, is all of this your fault? How much of this is your fault?
1: Um, I have to say, I mean, porn addiction has existed long before me. So that is not my fault.
0: Okay. That is not your fault. What about his anger?
1: I know the answer. Um, I think it's probably. I'm getting. I'm getting close to saying that those are those are his things.
0: Okay, good. You're getting there. His resentment. <laughs> I'm getting his, there. His, I'm learning his his resentment. How much of that is your fault? Zero. Yeah. His anger. His resentment. Um, the the children. That is half your fault.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: You were a half of that equation, right? But half. Yes. You were only half. Okay. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, his now, how can his anger and his resentment, when it's all about you, um, not not be about you? Do, do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah. Um, when he presents
1: that. As, um, the emotion, um, not, not
0: hopping on that train. Okay. But that, that's good, but you need to, you need to understand something about, about it, which is when he has resentment and when he has anger and blame, um, that's a hundred percent on him. And so, let me explain this totally here um amy can you hear me okay mm-hmm. okay you're frozen on the screen but yes. um oh. so so let me explain this um if i let, let i'll use myself as an example if if i'm resentful toward my wife let's say because she um uh, I'll give you, yeah, my wife, I'll give you a real example here. My wife bought a chicken coop without asking me, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, if I'm resentful toward her for doing that, is that her fault? She bought no. a chicken, she, I feel yeah. like she, she did something not cool, right? Like in our, uh, you know, she bought a chicken coop without asking me, what the heck, right? So, is that her That's fault?
1: That's hard for me, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, now, it is her deal that she did that. She bought the chicken coop without asking me. It's on me whether I'm going to resent her for it or whether I'm not. And so I can okay. be honest and boundaryed with her and open, and we can we could sell the chicken coop online and get rid of it if I, you know, if that's what we decided together. If we actually, if she said, "I'm sorry, I did that without asking you." Let's talk about this, okay? Um, so I, I can, I can be boundaryed. I can be honest. Um, I can also be forgiving, but it it has to be like really forgiving. You know what? That wasn't cool. You really want a chicken coop. I can forgive you for this and I can move on in my life. I'm not going to harbor resentment. I'm not going to blame you for all of the woes in my life. I'm going to let this go. Okay. So resenting her and blaming her is me choosing to do that. And if I hold okay. resentment and I hold blame and I show up in anger, it's drama. So now I'm in this role of victim and it gives me power in my relationship. Woe yeah. is me, you're you're the problem. You. So it gives me power in the relationship. And if I have a partner who's a caretaker, they're going to be like, I know I'm the worst, I'm awful. Then I got a ton of power. If my partner doesn't play that role, of caretaker and is like, you know what? You're choosing to be the victim here. Um, I'm willing to listen to you, your frustration and how you feel, but I'm not willing to drink, drink in the blame. I'm also willing okay. to take ownership for what's mine and look at if, if I did something here, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to take the anger and the resentment. Right. And that's what you did yes. last night, Amy. Yes. Stop. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Thank you. Yeah, after 18, 20 years of doing it the other way, it's hard to not keep going, like the patterns going. It is so
1: hard. Yeah.
0: And coming back to your daughter, like this is the Mm -hmm. best thing you can do for all of your kids. It's not about what you say, it's about the example that you set. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. No, I do.
1: Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's not so much that I tell her it, that it's,
0: but it's you, Amy. I'm losing you a little bit. You model to her.
1: That's that I um, don't take on that blame. That I'm honest with what I.
0: Oh, you were saying such good things, but you got cut off. I think I got you back. I'm sorry. No, yes, you're, fi- yeah. you're fine. Um, you're fine. You were saying what I'm saying you d- you model to her what an empowered um woman is that trusts herself mm-hmm. um that and, and as you model that to her when she starts dating and getting in relationships that's how she's going to show up in in her relationships okay. now now there's good news here you you say it's your 16-year-old and yes do you have is your 18-year-old a boy or a girl
1: our 18-year-old is a boy, and then yeah. all the rest are girls.
0: Okay. So what you model to your boy is also important too. hmm Um, the good news is they're young enough that if you can own, like, hey, I have modeled these, I have modeled weakness. I've kind of overlooked some things, and I've I've uh I've taken on some blame that wasn't mine to take on. I'm not gonna do that anymore. Yeah. Right? Um and with your 16 year old, if she's mature enough, you can have these type of conversations with her.
1: She is, yes.
0: There you go. And so you just yeah. step into okay. those with
1: her. Just keep going.
0: Yeah. And 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 also model like, and I'm, you know what? I'm gonna like go back to the old ways sometimes because I'm not perfect and okay. you know, I'm gonna show up weak, but I'm gonna try to catch that and come back around okay. and step into my truth again and again. Um I I imagine, Amy, this this will challenge your husband and he'll both love it that you're stepping into your power, but also hate it in some ways. Is that what you're experiencing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's different and it's changed, uh, dynamic for sure. Mm -hmm. I think another thing that I've done, I think successfully is kind of in this, higher triggered state that I've kind of seen him at lately. Um, and this this anger, um, last night he was speaking about, well, I think I'll just go to um, a virtual meeting tonight. And I shared with him this morning that I think I feel safer when when you're in this when struggle. I feel in person. And um, I didn't. Like first, he didn't like it at all, um, and it was probably about forty five minutes afterwards. I had gone for a run and come back, and then he was like, "You know what? I really appreciate what what you said, but it takes wow. him some time." But I think he's we're getting there. So.
0: That, that's a good sign on his part that he can come around yeah. to, you know, you know, instead of getting caught in the fight and saying you're controlling yeah. or you're doing this, and I, basically I hate your guts and you're to blame. For mm-hmm. him to be able to say like I don't like that. I'm going to process my emotions. I'm going to come back and I'm going to actually appreciate that you were honest with me rather than showing up dishonest. So thank you. Right. Like that's awesome. That's really good on his part. Like that there's some real recovery in in there. Um, So um, sounds like you're, you guys are a work in progress with the relationship. Um, Yes. But it sounds like it's going in the right direction.
1: I think so, I do, yeah, it's um you know you always i think one of the side pieces of you know what did I miss before would i would I miss it again? I think that's kind of always in the back of your mind, um but I think i'm I'm not the same per- person that I was then, so yeah, I think there's a lot
0: that would i I want to ask you a hard question a lot that I've come to know before before i let you go amy i got i want to ask right. you a hard question okay um you, you know this this picture okay. perf- this picture perfect idea expectation of family and life um and it sounds like you will you know in mm-hmm. the past you would stop at nothing to create that you want that right um are you Yeah. and i'm yeah. not i'm not suggesting that this is what's going to happen or anything like that but are you open to divorce as a possibility? Yeah. Okay. I think now I am. Why would I, I ask why would was, I ask you that Amy? Why would I ask you this?
1: I think it's because in a choices that you're free, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, yeah.
1: And options um, and that um, that's where, you know, the freedom is, whether, whether I go one way or another, the option is there.
0: That's a good answer. Yeah. The, if you're locked into that, there is no option. There's only this one expectation, this one thing, then you, Mm -hmm. then you and him have created this system where you're stuck no matter what. And so, Mm -hmm. So within you, you'll betray yourself in order to keep the peace to make sure this works, as opposed to stepping into your power and creating real love in your relationship. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's really, really where I where I was, that previous thing you described.
0: Right. And and you're seeing it differently now. Correct. It's awesome. So um Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amy, I uh I'm sure we could we could talk for a long time about all kinds of different topics. Um I hope I was able to answer your question. Did did you get what you, you were. wanted? Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you okay. very
0: much. You yeah, do- I feel
1: a lot of peace about you're that. You're doing so.
0: you're doing awesome, Amy. Like you're in a process. This is hard. There's a lot of forgiveness for of self. There's a lot of forgiveness of of your husband. Um mm-hmm. you know what? I imagine and I, I don't know, but I imagine you're a great mom who's done a lot of great things. And so try not to focus on all all the failures and and then say, look, you know, I'm a bad mom or anything like that. The reality <laughs> is is your daughter talking to you the way she is and asking you these questions means you have some connection and you have some opportunity to really love her and help her even through the hard things. And you know to to teach her to not uh, not um, create the same pattern of living in an expectation and forcing that, but to actually live in your truth and be honest with yourself. Um, that's awesome yeah, if you can if true. you can help her learn that at this age. So, um, thank you, Amy. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much. Thank
0: yeah. you. All right, you guys. If this was helpful, um, please hop on leave us a review mention amy and just say thank you to her it does take some guts take some vulnerability to come on and to share your their, share her story and allow us to learn from her so um please share the episode also if it was helpful and have a great day we'll see you.